0: Hey everyone, welcome to Wiki University, the podcast that dives down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia in an effort to explore the sum of all human knowledge. I am your professor, Kyle Burseth, and as always on this episode, we'll be combining a little bit of learning, a little bit of comedy, and a lot of stupidity. And now to introduce to you the head of our stupidity department, Jason Nuñez howdy folks thanks for
1: coming along this ride once again first and foremost i want to thank you for liking and subscribing please remember to review us wherever you're listening to this podcast five star review maybe a little comment about how much you like me and hate car let's do it all right we got a good one for you today do we i hope so
0: okay because it's
1: (laughs) your topic
0: do you just want to dive in, or do you, you got something you want to share?
1: I brought my swimming cap, but in terms of sharing, what would you like to share?
0: Well, I don't know. On the last episode, I told you all about how I went to Hawaii and uh, dabbled in a nude beach, and I was wondering—you know—you've been traveling all over the place. I'm any, a
1: little traveling boy right now. Any I,
0: news from the road?
1: It's been it's been good stuff. I've I've I think I have honed my traveling. Packing skills, what to pack, what not to pack mm. i've learned i've been i think i've been, i've I've gone over ten thousand miles with delta so far in the past month, which I feel like is a lot
0: now as ten I feel like it's always sneaky how the airlines calculate mileage I think they go by mile, okay, but then when you go to redeem it, they're like You don't have the miles that you thought you had.
1: I'm not planning on redeeming for a long, until I get my Hawaii trip.
0: Okay, Yeah, that's when I'm
1: going to be redeeming it. But, um, so anyways, I've been traveling a lot. I've been honing my skills in terms of packing. It's been going great. Um, It's been going so great and so relaxing. I even got, uh, I started using my priority pass. And if you guys don't know what your priority pass is, it's, Certain airports have certain lounges that allow you to kind of come in if you're there, if you're there like three hours before your flight, mm-hmm. got nothing to do. You don't want to sit around next to the common folk trying quite, to share one USB port to charge your phone.
0: You're describing my life. Go on.
1: <laughs> so, you can go to this lounge, and they basically give you free drink, free food lounge that kind of you know you can go a little bit more spread eagle what are
0: we talking for (laughs) we'll get to the spread eagle (laughs) What are we talking for food though?
1: So I came in, uh I had a ten thirty flight, so I was there around PM or AM? AM. A.M. Okay. I, I'm a morning traveler. You're a morning boy. These these um savages that do red eyes.
0: Yeah, you're describing me again.
1: I'm not yeah. I'm not about that. You're willing to ruin the next couple of days of your of your of your destination like Here's experience what i would
0: say about red eye people
1: yeah i don't like them
0: i d- i don't do the red eyes anymore unless it's like absolutely necessary maybe i forgot to book around christmas time or something like that <laughs> then we'll take a red eye and sacrifice a day with family yeah uh, that's understandable
1: <laughs> yeah that's a w for you
0: i gotta sleep i don't, I don't know what to tell you red eye it's <laughs> yeah blame it on the red eye maybe done on purpose
1: So I'm at my Priority Pass lounge. Okay, it's early. It's about nine thirty or so, a little earlier. It's like nine. My flight's not until ten thirty. I start relaxing. Do they have
0: the meats for you? I mean, are we talking bacon, some morning ham? It's breakfast. What are we talking here?
1: They got bacon, both American, Canadian. They got scrambled eggs. They got little waffles. Um, they have uh, parfaits.
0: Oh, you don't like carbs though.
1: I don't do car. I mean, I don't even do breakfast. So all this is oh like nothing god. for me. Oh my god!
0: This is you're just throwing it in your suitcase for later. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which reminds me, I have a suitcase I haven't but opened okay. yet.
0: <laughs> I had to throw out my clothes to fit more bacon. <laughs> so,
1: so I'm in there. I'm just like, this is this is like to me a whole new world. Okay? Yeah. Because I'm I'm it's,
0: you're Princess Jasmine in there.
1: I, I leveled up, you know. And so I'm saying breakfast. It, it looked great. Um, so then I see that they have an espresso machine. Mm, all right. Okay. You know, it's not like a like a
0: person doing it, You're it's more of a machine. You to figure out this espresso <laughs> machine. It's like a Seven Eleven one where you put the cup under, you say, right. I want to mocha. Yeah, it's a it's a little touch screen, you know. And then you they get, got some flavored syrups on the side. Oh god, I hope
1: not. I didn't even touch those. Or look at those.
0: <laughs> you poured them out to do As everyone a, a favor.
1: A pure americano, <laughs> black baby, the way everyone should be drinking Okay. It. And so I grabbed that, start hanging out. There's TVs everywhere. They're week. Re- it's what is it? It was Tuesday. It was yesterday. So, um, they were recapping uh the weekend's games. They're recapping the game. So I'm just watching. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, blah 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 time escapes me I ordered a uh, that and I ordered a vodka uh vodka and soda Yeah anyways I, I thought I gave myself sufficient time I get to my gate the door is closed <laughs> that's a huge red flag when you're traveling to your gate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the
0: red eye of red flags
1: <laughs> So I go to the gate and I you know I ask uh hey
0: hi uh first of all uh i'm an idiot <laughs> secondly, well no
1: i didn't want to admit to that so i'm just like
0: secondly where do i put all this bacon
1: and that's true i did have to check it <laughs> You have
0: an extra bag
1: <laughs> and so i basically like you know, I, there's still about 15 minutes till takeoff ah, why are the doors they close the door why are the doors closed you know and so she says to me like well we call we called your name. Got, and <laughs> it then, was
0: over the entire airport. And then I
1: say, but you didn't call my cell phone. Uh,
0: oh, i okay. Because
1: I'm used to, I'm a former, well, I'm not former. I still I still enjoy Alaska Airlines. The good people at Alaska Airlines oh, treat me God. well. Oh, my God.
0: You are a corporate shill.
1: I mean, you have to be when you travel this much, baby. Go on. Okay. And so I remember last time I, I was almost late for my flight with Alaska. They straight up called me and said, my man, where you at? <laughs> like, you let's do it.
0: Well, where you at? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know? And so I just thinking that Delta is also, I mean, it's at that, its I would say even higher of a level or just about, you know, it's a I'd very prominent. I'd say Alaska and
0: Delta, pretty similar, just different regions. Right.
1: Uh, prominent airlines mm. would give you such service. Yeah.
0: Especially if you're paying for that priority pass to miss the flight.
1: You know? So then she says, yeah, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> there's another flight. And I'm like, okay, when is it? Oh, it's at 4 p.m. Oh, great. It's 10.30. Or actually, no, it's 10.18. Which so you I think you can, to, I can you still you make the, flight. the
0: airport like nine hours early. <laughs> and so
1: my only choice is to get that. So I, what do I do? Go back to my yeah. priority pass lounge, baby. <laughs> so I get about, you know, three more vodka and sodas. And I just start reaming through work. Like yes. I just started working because I'm like drunk
0: work, nice, the best, free, free drunk, free drunk point.
1: work, In, on the airplane.
0: Ah, I napped it up, napped you it. Pulled up. pulled a red eye early.
1: Pulled the early red eye, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that was that was my that was my day yesterday. Fully equipped to handle travel because of my priority pass. Now,
0: well, as we said at the beginning of the podcast, Jason is the head of the stupidity <laughs> department, and I think he's living up to his title. Now let's dive in here, Jason. Let me know if you've ever heard of this. Okay, you're hiding it from me. What is it? Sorry, I wanted. I'm trying to find the best place to put my phone. Have you ever heard of a growler bear or a pisley bear? A
1: growler bear, like a growler, where you get like a, a grow like this is an animal.
0: It's an animal.
1: I have not heard of it. Can I take a guess? You should, yeah. A growler bear seems to me like more of like a cute bear. Like he's more of a smaller, oh. like a min- like a miniature version of a of a, a brown bear. Grizzly.
0: Incorrect. Okay, but think about the word a growler bear or a pizzly bear. Growler or pizzly. It's a grizzly polar bear hybrid. Is that right? Yeah. Did you know they're they're doing it now? Wait,
1: wait, did. Are they doing it, or did w- did we as humans make this happen?
0: We did not Jurassic Park this, but we might have made it happen. I think due to climate change. And oh, I thought you meant like polar we put... bears and grizzly bears crossing over in geographic regions that may not have happened in the past
1: because they got less cold, so more grizzlies were able to go yeah. up more north. They're going up right? into
0: those polars. Yeah, and. Extracting <laughs> fluids,
1: you know, life finds a way. And may I ask, what is what is the dominant gene for their fur? Like do they end up being white or or well, let's brown find out. like grizzlies?
0: So a grizzly polar bear hybrid, also named Groller Bear, Pizzly Bear, Zebra Bear, Grizzler, or mm, we're not gonna use that one, is a DJ r- Grizz. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Is a rare ursid hybrid that has occurred both in captivity and in the wild. Now, in captivity, it seems like we forced them to do it, they should have had them separate but equal, of course. And I don't know how they mix these bears together in captivity, although there's always the like the tiger king of bears. Oh, right, right, the bear king who's just got them all together. In 2006, the occurrence of this hybrid in nature was confirmed by testing the DNA of a unique-looking bear that had been shot near Sachs Harbor Northwest Territories on Banks Island in the Canadian Arctic. Here's a picture of the. I mean,
1: that is scary. I mean, it's definitely more scary than a polar bear because polar bears. I think the media mm. has them as these Coca-Cola drinking. Yeah, talk about
0: some shills.
1: Santa Claus dig riding bears.
0: Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? they are riding Santa's D.
1: But this one, like, has like the 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 appearance of a grizzly, which are terrifying. But with more white hair,
0: it's the Vanilla fur. Coke of bears.
1: It is. The, oh, it is a Vanilla <laughs> Coke of bears.
0: This thing needs to be selling Vanilla Coke.
1: And that's scary. It looks like a like from far away. If I didn't have my contacts on, it looks like a huge um, possum.
0: Oh yeah, it does yeah. kind of look like a huge possum because it's got a white face. Yeah. and a brown back. Yeah. The number of confirmed hybrids has since risen to eight. <laughs> all of them descending from the same female polar so
1: bear so they're they're endangered
0: right because there's only eight yeah but they didn't start out as prevalent does that so matter I, so i don't know are polar bears endangered though already
1: but no i mean i i think right it, it shouldn't matter right it shouldn't why would it if there's only a few of them.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know because it's a hybrid. So, like, it, it's not a... Saying hybrids
1: don't count? Like, because they're mixed?
0: Well, I'm wondering if the hybrid can breed. Oh, Meaning, with... like, a Pizzly bear needs to find another Pizzly to breed with for separate pizzlies to gotcha, occur. Gotcha, okay. I so, see what you
1: mean now. Because it could... You're saying the the Pizzly? So the Pizzly... Or growler or Groller can't just bang out a regular polar bear or grizzly. Or I me mean, you're well, saying I it that's probably, what it depends it on.
0: Probably well, I don't know enough about science, as you know, the broad field of it. Right. In general, let alone genetics. And I remember the boxes. Remember biology oh, yeah, class? Yeah. You cross the boxes, dominant traits. So you figure if a pizzly had sex with a polar then it becomes more polar. The offspring becomes more polar. Right. Or it could have sex with a grizzly, and the offspring would become more, more g- grizzled. Okay. And But it's still got some pizzle in there. For shizzle, my nizzle? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and DJ's back. <laughs> okay. Possible wild-bred polar bear-grizzly bear hybrids have been reported and shot in the past. People love shooting sure. these bears. Yeah, 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 But DNA tests were not available to verify the bear's ancestry, so it's probably mm. happened. Genetic analysis has revealed multiple instances of introgressive hybridization between bear species, oh, that's hot. including introgression of polar bear DNA into brown bears during the Pleistocene. That seems like a long time ago. Synergy. Bear synergy. Um, Occurrences in the wild. Let's see them. With several suspected sightings and eight confirmed cases, theories of how such hybrids might naturally occur have become more than hypothetical. Although these sister species often occupy adjacent regions, direct contact has not been the norm because polar bears hunt, breed, and sometimes even make maternity dens on sea ice where brown bears have an overwhelmingly terrestrial lifestyle.
1: You know who else made a maternity den? Mary and Joseph.
0: Can we not make this another religious episode? What do you mean? Uh, You're always trying to push religion onto WikiU. Not my religion. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, the 2006 discovery... Jim Martell, a hunter from Idaho, reportedly shot a grizzly polar bear hybrid near Saks Harbor Damn. on Banks Island, Northwest Territories, on April 16, 2006. Martell, with his local guide, Roger, had been hunting for polar bears and killed the animal, believing it to be a normal polar bear. Can you hunt polar bears? I guess you can. I think in, in uh, I could have sworn they were endangered, but maybe 2006 it was fair game. I feel like in the Arctic there's just so many; it's a problem. Where is Saks Harbor? Let's look real quick. I assume Canada.
1: Again, I thought it's next to Gooch Bay.
0: Uh, Northwest Territories, Canada. So yeah, it's way up there. So maybe maybe they got a polar bear thing. I feel like also
1: once you get into those, I mean, any island, let alone those islands that are like minimal population mm-hmm. freezing temps
0: i feel like it gives Coca-Cola a little cola everywhere a
1: bit of a wild west vibe where it's like anything goes Don't if ask, you don't can
0: tell. drag it you can shoot it sure so they thought they killed a polar bear it was a pizzly. officials took interest in the creature after noticing that while it had a thick creamy white fur typical of polar bears it also had long claws a humped back a shallow face, and brown patches around its eyes, nose, back, and foot, which are all traits of grizzly bears. If the bear had been adjudicated to be a grizzly, the hunter would have faced a possible uh, $1,000 fine and up to a year in jail. So you can't, you can't
1: fucks with grizzlies, but you can fucks with uh, polar bears. You can fucks with polar bears, Damn. yeah.
0: And maybe it depends on the season. Maybe there's a grizzly season and a polar season. I don't know, but he ended up in pizzly season but so, everything's on the table so so they determined
1: that it was more polar bear for his not for his sake, but like he was lucky enough for that to happen right? at
0: the very least, they were confused, so they did a <laughs> DNA test conducted by Wildlife Genetics International in British Columbia, confirmed that it was a hybrid with a polar bear mother and a grizzly bear father. It is the first documented case in the wild, though it was known that this hybrid was biologically possible uh and other hybrids have been bred in zoos in the past. Mm. but that was the first
1: like mother nature
0: yeah, that was the first confirmed mother nature mm. on May eighth two thousand six, the discovery of the grizzly polar bear hybrid, received increased attention when soon after the story was announced, the comedy television show The Colbert Report... The long-lost Colbert, man. I wish we had him back. The fun one? The funny one. They named the new species as the number one threat to American security. Amidst much controversy... They weren't all hitters, but he was funny
1: back (laughs) then. But he was way funnier back then.
0: Very funny back then. Uh, Often funnier... Than the Daily Show, which came yes. before him, and yes. it was like, I'm kind of more excited for Colbert.
1: Definitely. Now both are just terrible.
0: Very serious people. Amidst much controversy, the bear has since been returned to Mr. Martell. So not only did he not have to pay a thousand dollar fine, fucking, he sick. got to keep one of the eight. <laughs> That's Pizzley awesome. Bears. That is, oh man. I mean, what are they going to do with it? There's nothing on the books. No, there's no laws against shooting a pizzly. Show me where in the, in the law book. I can't shoot a pizzly bear. Damn, I'm I'm like I'm
1: on. Okay, what would you do if you got? Because I I'm kind of racking my brain over like, do I want one of those fucking cool ass like carpets? Oh, oh, so do I, I want have the pelt, the head on the wall. Yeah. Do I want to keep the skull in a cupboard? Like you know.
0: What <sighs> I find with the carpets though. And I've never—I don't know that I've ever seen one in person. Okay. But when I see them in movies, I think you're gonna trip on the head. Maybe mount the head on the wall, put a carpet down. But I fully spread eagle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You flip it over. That's so the so most that spread eagle you Ferga can get. The fur goes down, yeah. so it's the bear is fully up.
1: But it's um, yeah, so I'm just like, what what would you do,
0: or do I wear it as like one of those jackets where the bear is eating my head, right. and then I can surprise other Pizzlies
1: right, go in there January sixth with like a polar bear costume,
0: uh, uh, yeah, something along <laughs> those lines. you just have to wait for the right party to happen, you right, know? right, um, what would I do with it? first of all, I wouldn't shoot a bear. To be clear, I want to pa- make. Let's get past that. So, you in this accidentally... scenario, I've shot the bear. Yeah. Okay, so this is just a magical world where magical I world. can swim, and I've shot a bear, a pizzly right. bear specifically.
1: What do you do with the bear?
0: I do like the carpet idea. I also like, uh, but it's gonna
1: be a white carpet. Can you keep a white carpet clean?
0: No, it's a mixed carpet. Well,
1: for the but it's still on the lighter There's side. White parts. It's, a, it's on the lighter side. Yeah,
0: I, I think I go with some sort of bedspread.
1: You had me at spread
0: and I'd eat the meat for sure. Oh, that is the first thing I'd <laughs> I do. Mean. Yeah,
1: I can't. Oh, I can't wait. A rack or a rack of pizzly bear
0: ribs. First Ooh. of all, it sounds like pizza, so like dry rub. I'm already salivating. It sounds like pi- oh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like more delicious bear.
1: I, I am salivating, like that, an
0: really. Italian bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a spicy meatball.
1: Ooh, make meatballs, too.
0: Um, you make everything. I mean, your freezer, you got to buy a new freezer to get, fit a bear. Right. That's First true. of all. Bear-sized um, igloo. But, yeah, I'm eating bear.
1: Definitely eating bear. I mean, yeah, when it comes to that, I'm going to be using every – I'm going to go Claws, Native American style. Sure. Use every part of that
0: animal. I mean, all the bones. I'm making a bone broth, and then I'm selling them um, on I would use... the dark web <laughs> for people that are trying to, like – just do dna extraction to make their More. Jurassic Park of bears yeah
1: i would totally use the bones like for like um like decoration purposes okay you know maybe use uh, maybe make like a like a table maybe Put some a glass lamp. on top
0: maybe a lamp with a bunch of ribs that go up in the center something like and that and then the bear's head is open at the top the light bulb is in its mouth
1: Use a little bit. Because I respect these animals. Use a little bit of of the fur to kind of coat the lamp, so you get like a nice little like,
0: like filtered light. It's not just blasting on you. Have you ever seen a bear, like a grizzly bear's pads? No, no. What Uh, do you mean, like in real
1: life or just?
0: Yeah, real life or in video or. Haven't high fived a bear. They are thick and soft, and I'm making some UGG boots out of this bear's feet. We're gonna hollow out the feet. And I'm gonna slide into those puppies for some nice indoor shoes, man.
1: That would be tight.
0: Some if you indoor could... outdoor shoes. Let's be honest. I think this bear can. Take I think me. it's more outdoor shoes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I you know I've been uh, I've been looking for the perfect hiking shoes. Yeah. I've been actually <laughs> I've been actually wanting to contact you because you you're more of the out uh, outdoorsman. Yeah. And uh, I think we should go shoe shopping. Some pizzly bear. Some pizzly bear. <laughs> I see nothing. I mean, I feel like that's you know the grip is there. Oh, yeah, you big know, time. Talk about the talk about rubber soles. I mean, that's way beyond. Yeah. That's Mother Nature right there.
0: It, they're built for it.
1: Right. So that would be amazing if you could have, like, Ugg boots that look like bear, like Pizzly bear. Yeah, it's got
0: the claws and everything. Right.
1: Ooh. You can go mountain climbing.
0: I think we figured out what I'd do with the bear.
1: That's true. I like your idea.
0: On April 8th, 2010, some dude, David, a hunter from the community of somewhere on Victoria Island, shot what he thought was a polar bear. Again, mistaken identity. I get the feeling these guys aren't looking through scopes too carefully. Doubtful. After inspecting the bear and having its DNA tested, it was discovered that the bear's mother was a grizzly polar bear. Oh, a grizzly polar hybrid. There you go. And the father was a grizzly bear, so slightly less polar in there but still some polar mm. the bear possesses bipolar Bipolar bear yeah <laughs> that's funny
1: i mean not called bear funny but okay not
0: called bear funny <laughs> but it's in the it's in the realm The bear possesses physical characteristics intermediate between grizzlies and polar bears, such as brown fur on its paws, long claws, and grizzly-like head. Between 2012 and 2014, another six hybrids were either killed by hunters or live captured by biologists. Samples were collected, blah, blah, blah. Looks like there was a mix. Either a little more grizz, a little more polar, a little more polar, a little more grizz, It's hard to know whether these events are a harbinger of the breakdown of a species barrier or just an unusual anecdote, since all confirmed cases to date trace to the unusual mate choice of a single polar bear. Uh, (laughs) What does that mean? It means if this one polar female was on Law & Order SVU, Ice-T would be like, that bear is a freak. Booker. Uh, so they're not sure if like this is occurring because of nature, the or grizzlies, freak nature. <laughs> yeah, freak of freak of nature, yeah. or the grizzlies migrating further north. However, there is a section here that says range expansion of brown bears as a possible contributing factor.
1: Con- which a, a contributing factor
0: is a brown bear a grizzly bear? Is that just another name, potato, I don't patata? W- I don't think so. I didn't think so either. I don't either. believe so. But then this looks like it's all about grizzly bears. So, although a grizzly bear was killed on Banks Island, maybe it's like a more specific type of grizzly. On this, like, bear? yeah, like uh, they're further north or something.
1: Whereas if you. I thought brown bear. Well, first off, don't fuck with any bear, but I thought brown bear is like. The cuddly kind? Are,
0: <laughs> you were you were making cuddly motions.
1: Come here, give me a little bear. Like they're the ones that do bear hugs and won't kill you. No, but that's grizzly black bears. Black bears are friendly. Really? Yeah, black okay. bears
0: are smaller. They're not friendly. Are they in the wild? I mean, but what?
1: I, of course, they're in the wild. What area? Black, are black bears, bears are everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah, all over the United States.
0: Correct. I believe for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Whereas grizzly bears used to be in California. Now they're not at all. Why is that? Uh, California I believe law. They were hunted to yeah. California law yeah. got too expensive for them to live here. Did
1: Did they all go to uh, Austin or Houston or? They went to Austin. They went to Austin, yeah. right? Okay, yep. all the grizzlies.
0: All, all the grizzlies went to Austin. In 1991, one or more grizzly bears were documented hunting seals and polar bears on the sea ice near Melville Island, over 500 kilometers from the mainland coast. That has to be a little surprising. For a seal. When, like, usually you're getting hunted by a polar bear and then these giant claws come through and it's like, what was that? They're like,
1: oh, I can handle this polar bear. Like, I've, yeah. gone, <laughs> I've, <laughs> gone, this, I've gone through this before. But then, yeah, it's a total surprise. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe the seals will now have to evolve. Because to, of the grizzly. Because of, the, because of the, the new tactics that they have to uh, face yeah. when getting hunted. So they have to
0: adapt. Right, what I'm saying. I mean, it'll, maybe they will it'll take
1: years, but
0: maybe seals will bang a walrus, then you start ooh. getting fast like seals with big teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh or even maybe like thicker skin. Right, exactly.
1: But not that it's impre- in, impenetrable, but like just thicker. Maybe Definitely like claws thicker. won't, you know, penetrate. Yeah.
0: You just need full teeth. I am picturing a grizzly bear hunting seals like they're salmon. And just like picking them out Ooh, of the water. Yeah, yeah. But like clawing them yeah. like through their neck. Giving them that like, salmon Wolverine, grab. Wolverine just, like, style. Like just Right. Oh. Oh. Uh I'm hungry now. Oh, I bet. For seal meat?
1: Mm. Any type of meat. Is seal meat red meat? I guess all animals are um, red meat, right? Human no, included.
0: Chicken is not red meat. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: Okay, so hold it's on. It's literally called
0: wait, what's the other white meat? Turkey? Is that the other white meat?
1: I thought that was just like a brand thing. I thought
0: Or a say a catchphrase yeah. or something. A slogan. Yeah, is it for chicken? Who says chicken the other is white, the meat? white meat? I know, that's what I'm saying. So who says the other white meat? Is it people? That's gonna be our next topic. Uh that the we get. Go I'm gonna go to the other white meat. So what was your question though? Oh, is seal? I think is seal's seal red meat. I guess. I don't know. We just don't eat it. So and mainly
1: red meat and fat, pretty much.
0: What makes red meat? It's the, literally the red.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, wait, chickens have blood. I guess. So
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chickens have dark meat. Ooh, you know I usually. No, <laughs> don't get it. I know you love dark meat chicken.
1: Full full bird all Dark meat.
0: Oh, if dreams could come true, you know.
1: I mean, even if I have to pay a little extra, if I'm paying chickens the extra,
0: could figure out a way to bang just dark meat chickens. like the other half, <laughs> yeah, like just, just
1: bang out the bottom half.
0: It's just two bottoms stacked yeah. on t- now. Yeah. That's when farming, like big agriculture, yeah. where they do these mutations, big agro, yeah, big agro. Once they do a bottom on a bottom chicken, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's a wrap for me. Give
0: me two bottoms, and I'm in. Make
1: me a bottom bottom. Woo-wee. Now that's now that's the other white meat, for sure. Ass, that's what it is, right?
0: Ass, the other white meat. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta stop the podcast. I'm too hungry now. <laughs> now I'm salivating. I'm salivating. Yeah. Grizzly bears have apparently. Also been extending their range east across the barren grounds towards Hudson Bay and south towards northern... Allegedly. Ale- allegedly. No. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, and Apparently. allegedly. Apparently, not alleged. And allegedly. Apparently. Uh, towards Hudson Bay and south towards north Saskatchewan and Manitoba between 2003 and 2008, seven individuals were spotted in... In some national park, blah, 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 an area used by polar bears for mainly dens or for maternity dens and as a refuge during the ice-free season on Hudson Bay. Okay. Oh, so Jesus' maternity
1: dens they make for the little cubs? <laughs> yeah, That's it's, cute.
0: It's Jesus' maternity dens. Do they
1: celebrate Christmas?
0: The bears? Yeah. Well, it gets violent when they get to the manger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, bro... Black bears are also,
0: like, you're saying it's the
1: most common. Are they—can you ride one?
0: If you can get a saddle on it, sure. I bet they could be trained to be ridden, but you don't see it often. And black bears are red meat. Okay, so I went to the other white meat, and it took me to pork the other white meat. Is pork the other white meat? I thought pork was red meat. I thought bacon was red meat, but I guess— cow is just red meat should i just cow and
1: bison and lamb those are all oh, red meat.
0: oh so all like the beasts of burden are red meat
1: beasts of burden i've never heard of that who, who they... they're
0: they're like you know beasts that you have them do work i guess that's cows don't do work no it's not the beasts of burden it's the uh i guess a horse would be a beast of burden Uh, let's let's leave out the burden part okay beasts the other white meat. (laughs) yeah what are so i guess cattle related is red meat okay let's find out here so pork the other white meat was an advertising slogan developed by advertising agency hey i had some spam in hawaii recently the
1: other white meat whoa isn't what's what's known for spam why
0: I'm not sure. They we should just, go to spam next.
1: They they just enjoy it? This
0: is a meat based episode now. Because I feel like the <laughs> because whole Because you said what seal?
1: <laughs> what I mean, yeah, I'm kinda like what Save is your it?
0: spam questions for later. All right, all right. All right. Okay. Noted. Pork the other white meat was an advertising slogan developed by advertising agency Basel, Jacobs, Kenyon, and Eckhart in nineteen eighty seven for the National Pork Board. <laughs> oh the pork oh, that board. sounds delicious yeah i'll have the pork board oh the
1: npv <laughs> i'll have <laughs> the npv too
0: how does every like german restaurant not have that on their menu the national pork board and it's right. just like a variety of porks or it's I a pork it was sampler
1: like, or i thought it was like a board like of people who decide what and what is not white meat
0: that's the literal national pork board yes it sounds like they decide on that but, oh did they Well, they're hiring this advertising agency. The campaign was paid for using a checkoff fee, which is a tax collected from the initial sale of all pigs and pork products, including imports. Medical researchers and the U.S. Department of Ag classify it as a red meat.
1: Okay. Huh. But they still, they ran with the the other white meat.
0: Yeah, the other white meat, red meat.
1: Okay. But. I would still love to just carve open a seal, open it up, <laughs> see if it's white or red meat.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm curious. It, I guess, right? I'm sure it's red
1: inside. I mean, yeah, because even if you slice a chicken in half, it's red inside, right? Right. Yeah. They're bloody. You got to extract all the blood out to see what the real color is.
0: I don't know where... The, all right, I'm going to red meat so we can like get how, the definition of red meat here. Because how is um, chicken not bloody? It is bloody, I think. Okay, in gastronomy, red meat is commonly red when raw and a dark color after which it is cooked, in contrast to white meat, which is pale in color before and after cooking. So, chicken's pale before cooking. Or when it's bloody, I guess. So their before and after picture looks the same for chickens. Oh, here we go. In culinary terms, only flesh from mammals or fowl, not fish, is classified as red or white meat. So I think seal would be red or white meat, probably red meat. Okay. In nutritional science, red meat is defined as any meat that has more of the protein myoglobin than white meat. White meat is defined as non-dark meat from fish or chicken, excluding the leg or thigh. So does that mean dark meat in chicken is red meat?
1: No, because the the, the hemoglobin thing. The myoglobin. Myoglobin.
0: Wait, but white meat is defined as non-dark meat from fish or chicken.
1: Non-dark meat?
0: Yeah, non-dark, meaning the dark meat would re- be red
1: meat. Can that be true? Or the skin, you mean, or just the dark meat as well?
0: The dark meat, excluding the leg or thigh. So, what else is dark on the chicken?
1: I mean, I guess, I guess that is. I do kind of see like it's darker, right? It's brownish, well, and I kind of see like the right. the you you see the hints of like vi- like the ve- almost where the veins were or whatever. Like,
0: I just made some drumsticks two nights ago, <sighs> Delicious. and they put them on the grill, and you know, of course, they were there were. They were dripping all over the place yeah. on the plate I'm, afterwards, I'm and it was a little red. Yeah. Hint of red. Yeah. No, that's
1: very true. The dark meat, you you know, when it's, like, cooked perfectly, yep. it has, like, a little, a like, tint. just a, a, a tint of pink. A shade. Yeah. Yeah. Which, at first, I was, like, concerned about, but then, like, I read up that, like, no, that's actually, like,
0: Jason, you cooked it perfectly. Jason, we have a chart here. Ooh. Yeah, this is perfect. Chicken breast, white meat. Chicken thigh, dark meat. But Turkey it... thigh, dark meat. Pork, red meat. So dark meat, according to, based on the myoglobin count, is its own category. So it's white meat, dark meat, and then red meat. Red meat and seal. What? <laughs> now, here we go, Jason. And this is maybe where seal falls under, mmm Under the culinary definition, the meat from adult or gamey mammals, for example, beef, horse, meat, mutton, venison, boar, hare, is red meat, while that from young mammals, rabbit, veal, lamb, is white meat. Poultry is white. Most cuts of pork are red. Others are white. So it can be the other white meat. Doesn't know where it wants to be. Uh, It's confused. It's a pisley. Game is sometimes put into a separate category altogether, so that's where mm. your seal would go. Some meats, lamb and pork, are classified differently by different writers.
1: What's lamb classified as? Red meat, right?
0: Well, that was classified. So lamb, I think, is mutton. Isn't that lamb? What's mutton? Ah, salad's got nothing on this mutton. Right. But what's <laughs> right. mutton? But what's- it's a gamey <laughs> mammal. Um, all right, I'll type in mutton. But what mammal? I'm pretty sure it's like adult lamb or so, or adult lamb sheep. So, uh, why is it called
1: mutton? Was it, I mean, is it I the think way lamb, it's cooked?
0: Because lamb is, that's a little baby. So then, it, mutton, I think, is probably adult, and that's why it's a little gamey. But why isn't it called sheep? Isn't it sheep? Uh, you know, I think it makes people more comfortable. Just like Chilean sea bass, I believe, used to be called something like, uh, gross-ass fish from the bottom of the sea, and they were like, we could sell this if we just rebranded. What is Chilean sea bass? Come on! I can't keep bouncing around. I'm just asking, like, you know what it is? Is it good? Is it bad? Okay, so I went to the Patagonian toothfish. Okay. Which is the Chilean sea bass. Now, it's called a toothfish because it's ugly, and I think it has some... Does it have a lot of bones? Some nasty teeth down there.
1: Is it very? Bu- is it a bony fish? I don't like. Well, I guess they're all bony, but
0: <laughs> yeah, they got a. I, I don't know. I, anyway, it's marketed as a Chilean sea bass.
1: I used to dislike fish because of the bones. Yeah, not realizing that they're all not the same. There's well, some where you yeah. can cook and like you know you can just kind of eat through the bones.
0: You can get some nice fillets off mm-hmm. too, whereas mm-hmm. other ones it's like the fillets are intertwined with the bones. And stuff. Yeah. So I'm back on lamb and mutton. Okay. This has turned into more of a meat episode than I even expected. Meat heavy, but I'm not surprised since you're you're here. I'm here and I'm hungry. Lamb, hogget, and mutton generally—would you call me? <laughs> yeah, you're a hogget. <laughs> hey, whoa! You sound like my father. A <laughs> lamb, hogget, and mutton, generically sheep meat, are the meat of domestic sheep. A sheep in its first year is a lamb and its meat is also lamb. The meat from sheep in their second year is hogget. Older sheep meat is mutton. They're like... Aged. We don't know how old that is. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's aged for perfect mutton.
1: How do you want to go out? Mutton or... Or hogget? Yeah.
0: You mean do I want to provide flavor or do I want to live a longer time? Right. I'll live a longer time, (laughs) thanks. I'll be mutton.
1: I want to provide... Flavor okay for people so to savor. I'm a little lamb. I'm a little lamb boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Year one. I'm a year one.
0: Generally, hoggett and sheep meat are not used as uh, are not used by consumers outside of Norway, New Zealand, South Africa, Scotland, and Australia. Those countries will eat anything, anything and anyone. Hoggett has become more common in England, particularly in the north. Often associated with rare breed and organic farming. See, now that sounds like an example of crossbreeding because it's coming down to Northern England from Scotland. Mm. They're like, maybe we'll do a little pizzly thing here and Scottish haggits. Yeah, have some haggit. Oh, haggit. Yeah, haggit. <laughs> yeah. Would you call me? <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go to spam now. We're really mm. getting to the bottom of this. The final white meat. Yeah, the last resort. The
1: last white
0: meat. Okay. Spam is a brand of canned cooked pork made by Hormel Foods Corporation.
1: Mm. Was it a was it a Hawaiian company? Why is this, uh why do the Hawaiians um love Spam so yeah, much? Yeah, like why is it uh it's
0: it's it's like it's the state meat, I believe. The state meat of Hawaii? Yeah. We'll see about that, but it could be. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm guessing, because I see something about World War II here, it happened with the military being in Hawaii. It was introduced by Hormel in 1937 and gained popularity worldwide after its use during World War II. By 2003, spam was sold in 41 countries on six continents and trademarked in over 100 countries. Spam's basic ingredients are primarily pork shoulder and ham with salt, water, modified potato starch as a binder, sugar, and sodium nitrate as a preservative. Natural- as a binder
1: meaning like it's what keeps it kind of together, Hold it's it what together. makes it like so when you pop out of the can it's like a little brick of meat.
0: Yeah, it's not just the can that's holding it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh you meat- got to have that potato starch. Meat brick. Spam has affected pop culture, including a Monty Python skit, which repeated the name many times, leading to its name being borrowed to describe unsolicited electronic messages, especially email. Of course. It is occasionally celebrated in festivals. Wait, spam,
1: that term spam, like we get spam email, it derives from spam, the other white meat? Monty
0: Python skit, I guess. So spam the monty python sketch we're just taking a quick side road here
1: what's spam a lot
0: oh yeah i forgot that's a thing too. that is a monty python based play okay, that's I what believe, i thought okay theater production they
1: they really went all in with the spam they stuff.
0: sure did they were like what if we go deeper <laughs> than the sketch uh in the sketch two customers are lowered by wires into a greasy spoon cafe and try to order a breakfast from a menu that includes spam in almost every dish, much to the consternation of one of the customers. As the waitress recites the spam-filled menu, a group of Viking patrons drown out all conversations with a song repeating, spam, 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 lovely spam, wonderful spam, except singing. Um, Uh, Okay, and so that's
1: where the word comes from, like spam, you get spammed... With like yeah. just interrupted, kind of like with bullshit. Ah,
0: uh, right. Yeah, with I
1: nonsense d- almost.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's it's just like the sketch. It's over the top. It's ridiculous.
1: I guess I just never connected the two. Like, oh, that's spam mail. I never was like I connected it from. to the meat. Right,
0: but not the sketch because I didn't know about. I didn't the even
1: sketch. connect it to the meat i just thought spam it was and like, spam you yeah put
0: two and two together didn't that's a to a
1: left it alone <laughs> separate but equal
0: the use of the term spam for unsolicited uh emails is derived from this sketch hmm. wow
1: did not know that
0: we're learning yeah through stupidity
1: the only way to learn is th- you got to go through stupidity To learn.
0: (laughs) Bust your way through stupidity to learn anything.
1: I'm still going. (laughs) It's about the journey, not the destination, Kyle.
0: I agree. Okay, let's try to figure out why this is a big Hawaiian delicacy and then wrap it up here before you ask about yet another meat.
1: Yeah, I'll try to stick with spam. I won't spam you with anything else.
0: I'm not trusting you. The difficulty of delivering fresh meat to the front during World War II saw spam become a ubiquitous part of the U.S. soldier's diet. It became variously referred to as, quote-unquote, ham that didn't pass its physical, meatloaf with basic training, and special army meat. Everyone thinks they're a comedian. Over 68,000 tons... Or 150 million pounds of Spam were purchased by the military before the war's end. During World War II and the occupations that followed, Spam was introduced into Guam, Hawaii, Okinawa, and the Philippines, and other islands in the Pacific, immediately absorbed into native diets. It has become a unique part of the history and affects the U.S. influence in the Pacific Islands. That's pretty crazy. Throughout the war, countries ravaged by the conflict and faced with strict food rations uh, came to appreciate spam. The billionth can of spam was sold in 1959. The seven billionth can was sold in 2007. And the eight billionth can was sold in 2012. I got to ask you, have you ever had spam?
1: I don't know. I honestly, I have never personally opened up a can of spam, mm-hmm. and be happy about it. I've just never, so I don't think so. I've seen the and be cans. happy
0: about it. Like, Were you sad about it?
1: Well, I mean, happy to like eat. Like, mm, let's get let's get going with this. I don't think so. <laughs> let's but get I, nasty. I feel like I've tasted it before. Okay, but I don't remember myself opening up a fresh can of meat. Do you have? Have you have canned chicken?
0: Yeah, I've had canned chicken. I mean, it's kind of like tuna, but. Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> spam has long had a somewhat dubious reputation in the United Ooh. States. dubs, And to a lesser degree in the United Kingdom as a poverty food. So if you live in a dingbat, you might be eating spam. The image of spam as a low-cost meat product gave rise to the Scottish colloquial term Spam Valley, to describe certain affluent housing areas where residents appear to be wealthy, but in reality, Ah. may be living at poverty levels. Welcome to Hollywood, baby. (laughs) Fake it till you make it. (laughs) Pound that spam. Okay, so that's spam real quick. Real quick? Real quick. What you got for me, Kyle? I typed in seal meat. Ooh. Making me happy. I know, I know you're You're drooling, yeah. I can see drool running
1: down the side of your face. Let's do it. How much like how many centimeters of fat do I have to dig in to get some of that meat?
0: Well, let me just show you this meat from a young harp seal, and I'm going to say this is red meat because it's blood red.
1: Is that cooked yet or not? it looks guess, delicious It doesn't though.
0: look cooked, but I bet you can eat seal meat kind of like fish. Maybe you can eat it raw because it's in the ocean the whole time.
1: I don't think seals are in the ocean the whole time, are they?
0: That's true. They do come out. Good question. Seal meat is the flesh, including the blubber and organs of seals used as food for humans and other animals. Okay. It is prepared in numerous ways, often being hung and dried before consumption. Historically, it has been eaten in many parts of the world, both as a part of the normal diet and as sustenance. Uh, is, is
1: the phrase, you left me high and dry, or you left me hung and dry? High and dry, or hanging and dry. You left me high and dry. And why does that? Why is high negative? I know. <laughs> I know. Dry. No. No one wants dry to be dry. Always want to. You be You always want to be wet. I want to be a little moist, boy. Mm, why not? I, I
0: don't. I know prefer that. moist to dry. It depends on the situation. If I'm in the desert, I'd like to be moist. If I'm in the rainforest, I might want to be dry. Don't go to the rainforest. The practice of human consumption continues today in Japan, Norway, Iceland. And Faroe Islands, the Inuit and other indigenous peoples of the United States, blah, blah, blah. It's pretty tight. Uh, I'm trying to go to one of these places. Seal meat in general is lean, containing less than 2% fat. The fat is mostly. Wow, it's like 2% milk. Um, I guess. I don't Which know actually, how they're measuring. Actually,
1: milk, 2% milk pairs beautifully with seal.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. It's usually on the menus. Big glass of milk next to Big s- Milk. Big milk. <laughs> you know From the Big Farm. Big milk from the big farm for the big seal.
1: They usually serve seal, glass of milk, and for dessert, Oreos.
0: Makes sense. Uh the meat is high in protein and has an amino acid composition that is well balanced. So that's seal meat. It doesn't say how they prepare it exactly.
1: On a kebab?
0: You know, in a number of ways.
1: Or like, you know how I picture it? The way when they have... Um, is is it called a kebab? That thing, the gigantic the thing? The long thing. The yeah. long thing and like sure. a big piece of meat in and your—and there. Yeah. Your, what is that? I forget what it's called. That's kebab. Is
0: that kebab? Still a kebab, yeah. When you see them at kebab restaurants, they have them all lined up, like just ready to throw some seal meat on there, but they're... <laughs> No, no, but I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? The big, like, the big chunk of meat. Oh, that you see at, like, the taco stand. Yeah, and they're, because that's, yeah. And in some cultures, I think that would be called a kebab. Because, like, uh, I was in Germany, and they called it a Dona kebab. Okay. And they would slice it onto, like, a Euro-type thing. Right, right, thing. So I think it varies by culture. I'm curious what they call it. But in- I feel like
1: it's got a name, a specific name, like... Because a kebab to me is kebab is you know through a little the little ones through the stick, right?
0: Right, but you could also order kebab and it comes in a plate form, like on a plate of meat and rice, right? So I think kebab gets thrown around pretty. All right, I'll look up kebab. Please, (laughs) gotta really dive in on meat.
1: It was so good. Um, A seal. That seals the deal, man. I'm going to eat some, dig my way through the blubber and through that 2%. Yeah. Wait, is it 2% fat it said,
0: right? 2% seal, 2% milk, please, (laughs) 2% Oreo. Kebab is a type of cooked meat dish that originates from cuisines of the Middle East. Many variants of the category are popular around the world, including the skewered shish kebab. So shish kebab is what you're thinking of. What I'm thinking, thinking. okay.
1: But kebab is...
0: Oh, and Donner kebab with bread. So that's more the... Which uh, Donner kebab? Can I see a picture? That's that. That's that. So that's what's what that called, Donner kebab. Sli- in like Jeffrey? The Jeffrey Dahmer kebab. That's what he was working on, but he got busted. Ooh. He was saving up to make a big old... He was going to open a food truck.
1: He opened up human.
0: Yeah, so the vertical... Dahmer's
1: room. tacos <laughs> <The> on 35th <laughs>
0: I don't know what he does. Yeah, uh,
1: that could actually, you know that Netflix show is like number one right it's now? Yeah, so, you know, someone should be riding that train.
0: Oh, a Dahmer pop-up.
1: <laughs> Dahmer pop-up, yeah. Dahmer's tacos.
0: <laughs> Dahmer kebabs. Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: No, but we're in LA. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, sells it better. works
0: with the name.
1: That's true. Dahmer's kebabs.
0: Anyway, they refer to a that type of kebab, a Donner kebab, or it might be pronounced Duna is a type of kebab made of meat cooked on a vertical rotisserie. Yeah. So they got the big tube. Mm. They're laying all that meat, and it's dripping, dripping, drip. I wonder if the bottom drip, drip, drip. tastes better than the top because it's been dripping all day. I guess they slice it evenly, though. But it's still gravity. It's still feeding it. Right. Feeding that drip. Got to feed your drip. And that's the episode. I feel like we learned a lot about meat on this episode. We started... With pizzly. Yeah, which is one type of meat. One type of meat. It's a living meat. Yeah, and I would eat it if I caught one, and I'd wear the boots.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a great idea, by the way. Like, keep the bone, hollow out the bone, so then like you just right in there. Yep. Like a new UGG.
0: We talked about it. Wrap it up here, Jason. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> Guys, I had so much fun. Thanks again for listening, subscribing, liking. Please don't forget to review us, and please join us on the next one.
0: Enjoy your meats. I know I will. Bye.